boys. There's a new sheriff in town in Detroit. Okay. There's a new there's a new sheriff in town in Detroit by the name of Dan Campbell. Campbell. Wait, it's not Campbell? No. It's Dan Don't do it. Dan Campbell. Don't now do it. this spread is plus seven and a half. Now we know we know what Dan Campbell hey, we know what Dan Campbell has said about the fans. And it got it got me riled up. And I, I looked at this spread and I thought to myself, this can't be right. Can this be right? Who you betting on? Always on black bat stats in the pocket hole, squad fast tag. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. No we coming for the bag. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookson, and we are the West Coast Gamblers, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and the only gambling show that makes you money. And we're going to make you money today on what we know best because it's week one of the NFL season. It's time to rejoice. Rejoice. It's here. No more weekends without football. Are you Dang, kidding no more, me? It's ah, here. No oh, more Olympics. I am no more so golf sick bets. of betting on golf and Schaefer, the Olympics and Schaefer tennis. And look, I, is retired. Does he have to die? I like, seat. I like Schaefer the Sand Trap. We should still do the occasional golf bet. I don't want to see back. him go He'll away back, completely, Dangles. but He'll man, am I ready for football season. We're not doing those bets on Thursday because Thursday is all about NFL picks. We have so many picks to give you right now. The general run of the show today is going to be how we're going to run every NFL Thursday from now until the end of the season. I'm so excited it's happening. We're starting with Thursday lean so you can make a bet for tonight's game and win money on that. We're also going to have a Sunday lock for the Sunday night game so you can make money at the end of the evening as well. And then at the end of the show, we're going to go round table, five picks each in the new debuting segment for the new way we count the king of the coast i'm so excited for the nfl season i'm so excited for my packers i'm so excited we have a youtube channel now if you're listening to this on spotify apple music wherever you find our podcast you can head to our youtube channel and see our faces live talking about this you can see how ugly my hair looks you can see drew with his hat on you can see dangles his face in perfect hd quality is the best webcam of all of us i'm excited (laughs) lovely i am excited you got to make the upgrades. Hey, if you want to make something happen, you got to you got to invest. Had to had to make it happen, but now I'm actually kind of worried that that there's too much and that my face being so clear is going to drive people actively away from listening to our podcast. Or you you are a podcast. little pale. You could use a little tan. I need to, we need to work on clear. the on the on the lighting in here. He's clear. He's cast he's, for the friendly ghost. <laughs> But let's do it, guys. Let's dive right in. We're starting every Thursday show talking about the Thursday night game with our Thursday leans. And we're opening up the NFL. The banner is dropping. I'm so excited to see what's happening. Dangles, you're the one that lays out the the games every week on this show. You're the one that tells us what's going on. I don't think we're going to be taking any uh, Google Map directional drives down to Tampa Bay. But my father will be in attendance for this game. I talked to him in a Tampa Bay hotel room last night while he did a fantasy draft with us from that same hotel room. He's very excited to see. He bought he bought Tom Brady Tampa Bay season tickets last year. Couldn't go to a game because of COVID ruined the world. He's going to be in attendance when the banner drops for Tom Brady this year. Dangles, what's going on Thursday night? All right, Thursday night game. It is finally here. And what better way to kick off the NFL season than with our defending champions? It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home playing host to the Dallas Cowboys. Gentlemen, the line on this game uh, is eight and a half points in favor of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 51 and a half points is your total for the game. Again, this game is being played in Tampa. It's the return of Dak Prescott. It is the will the Cowboys be as advertised after four, uh, four episodes of Hard Knocks. And I'm really excited about this game, gentlemen. I think there's a lot of fun lines to bet. And I know we're not going to be doing props later on in the show when we do our roundtable, but there are some pretty fun props to look at in this game, I think, gentlemen. There are, and I will say, all all of our bets tonight will be coming from DraftKings because we're still sponsored by them, and their sponsorship and a deal you can get with our code is coming up after this segment. But, Drew? Well, Dangles, great job reading the line, but I got to admit, your line's a little off. If you sign up with the DraftKings app with our code WCG, okay, with our code WCG, you can get the Tampa Bay Bucks right now plus 
74 points. That is not exaggeration. Tampa Bay is what? plus 74. That's inappropriate. Fif- it's a $50 <laughs> max bet. It's $50 to win 45. Schaefer the Sharp is going to give you his first guarantee, not only of the season, <laughs> but of life. If you sign up for DraftKings using our code WCG and you bet Tampa Bay plus 74 and they don't cover 74 points, <laughs> Schaefer the Sharp will personally give you $1 million. Now, I don't have that in cash right now, but I write a mean IOU and these guys know I'm good for it. I pay my debts. Go to DraftKings. Download, this man's as good as a Lannister. Download. That's right. Download the app with the promo code WCG and lay Tampa plus 74. That is the back of the Brinks truck of the Milky Way Galaxy. If there has ever been a Brinks truck bet that you could make on this program, that is it. You are quite literally not going to find a 74-point spread anywhere else on, dra- now, on, on the Internet. Every week, we're not going to be able to give out a plus 74 bet for the Thursday night, but every week, we are going to give our Thursday night leans. These aren't necessarily locks because the Thursday games tend to get a little wonky as you get through the season, but they're things we think you can look at to take and make you money on this show. I'm going to go first because I think this Thursday night lean is pretty much as much of a lock as that plus 74 that Drew just talked about. You guys remember how Dallas Cowboys started last year. They were 1-3, and three. they were falling behind all the time, and Dak Prescott and the offense had to just throw the ball a million times to try and catch up the whole entire second half. If you look at the line, it's minus 8.5 in Tampa Bay. A lot of people think that once that banner drops and the cannons fire and the crowd cheers, Tampa Bay is going to score a huge lead early as well. And Dak Prescott is going to have to come from behind once again with still a very explosive offense. But do you guys remember exactly how that Dallas Cowboys offense was? In fact, the past three games that Dak Prescott signed up for the Cowboys, they scored uh, 40 points, 31, and 38 points. He threw the ball 47, 57, and 58 times for 450 yards, 472 yards, and 502 yards those past three games. Listen. Those were worse defenses than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yes. I don't think they're going to score that many points in this game, but I do think they're going to be coming from behind in the second half. And you can go to DraftKings right now and go to Dak Prescott Props. His, his attempts number right now is 39.5. I like that number to hit the over, but the one I'm giving you right now that is a guarantee, 293 passing yards for Dak Prescott. The over is minus 115. Again, he would have to throw for 150 yards less than he threw in the games that he played last year to not hit this number. Dak Prescott over 293 yards is my Thursday lean of the week. Dangles, your turn. All right. Uh, well, I'm going uh, instead to actually, I mentioned I thought there were some really good player props here, and I'm, I'm going to be going to a player prop for my Thursday lean, and that prop is going to be Zeke Elliott under 52 and a half rushing yards. I think the okay. loss I think the loss of Zach Martin is huge, and I think Dallas is going to stray away from the run with that front seven of Tampa Bay, which is so good. Maybe the best in the league, maybe one of the best that we've seen in a long time. You've got Ndamukong Su and Vita Vea up the middle there, and with the, again, the loss of Zach Martin that's a big deal. He is an elite player. Now, I'm not sure what to expect from the Dallas offense in this game, but I do not expect it to be creative or fast-paced. I think they roll Dak out slowly, and I think they play conservative ball in the first half. And they could end up down early, which means a negative game stripped and probably abandoning the run for the Cowboys. And if anything, I think maybe you want to look over at the Zeke uh, receiving yards, which is 22 and a half at minus 110. I don't hate that. I actually think our friends at the, uh, the betting predators gave that out on their uh, most recent podcast uh, coming from uh, I forget if that was Sleepy Jay or Mackenzie uh, Mackenzie Rivers who was on the most recent pod, but twenty two and a half uh, uh, receiving yards was one of their uh, one of their top bets, and I really do like that as well. But my lean is going to be the under for Zeke on rushing yards at fifty two and a half, and that's priced at minus one ten right now on DraftKings. Shay for the shop, where are you going for a final Thursday lean? Dangles, my heart is melting, man. I love that bet. I'm gonna go <laughs> a little. I'm gonna go a little different. Um, Guys, in four games when Dak was the starting quarterback last year, Zeke Zeke Elliott had 23 catches on 30 targets. He caught 77% of targets. Now, we know Zach Martin's going to be out. We know the Cowboys offensive line has major issues, and they're playing arguably one of the best front sevens in all of football. Not only that, Dak coming off a catastrophic ankle injury, taking zero, I'm talking zero game snaps. I think this is a very conservative game plan, and he does not want to get hit. And who is he going to look for? His security blanket, his best buddy, Zeke Elliott, getting targeted 30 times in four games. 
I saw this number. I love it. I'm playing Zeke's over receptions three and a half at plus o at plus one hundred five from our friends at DraftKings. And it wouldn't be a shade for the sharp lean if he sneaks in a bonus lean here. I love, 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 love An- Antonio Brown over fifty eight and a half receiving yards. Chris Godwin's a game time decision. I think AB is legit this year, boys. He thinks that he's in a really good headspace. They say he's the best. The best he's looked in years. He is the only really deep threat beyond Mike Evans in 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 a, in a red zone uh, setting. AB over fifty eight and a half receiving yards. Now, Tony, I want to I want to uh, pose a bet to you, and we can do this now or for the season long. What is the over under on the number of extra bets that we get from Schaefer the Sharp in this episode? Uh, well, there's about 18 weeks of the season, so I'm going to go with about 7,201 extra bets. I just I want to give, I just to give one on each side. I'm going to bet the over. I'm going to bet the over. Player yeah. pop on each side. Well, that's all we got for the Thursday leans. Coming up next is all about the games of the week. Some games that we're going to spotlight that you can watch Sunday that just pop your popcorn. No, Not necessarily making a bet, just excited to see it coming out. It's week one, folks. But first... A word from our sponsors. West, 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 West Coast Gamblers. Listeners, as you know, the NFL is back, and we are excited at the West Coast Gamblers to debut our first sponsorship for the NFL season. They're the official sports betting partner of the NFL, now the official sports betting partner of the West Coast Gamblers. That's right, it's DraftKings Sportsbook. All the bets we give out this show and in future shows are going to be coming from DraftKings because they're the best place to go and do it. And DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly. How? Listen up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code WCG, that's West Coast Gambler's initials, WCG, to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 bet in any football game. Doesn't make any sense. And then you get a free shot and a million dollar top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code WCG this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Again, guys, this is the only gambling show that makes you money, and this is how we're doing it right now. It must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. It's a minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, and restrictions do apply. So see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Again, WCG is the promo code. Go make yourself some money on us. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. All right, boys, it's Sunday. That means there are games to be had, games that we're excited to watch. Maybe not just the Red Zone channel, but its own TV. What game are you putting on its own TV? What's the game of the week in your eyes, Schaefer the Sharp? Guys, I'm really excited to watch the Cleveland Browns travel to Kansas City to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, the road through the AFC has gone through Kansas City as they hosted three straight AFC championship games. The Browns, man, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see how, like we talked about with Baker, uh, finally a full year of, 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 a new, of the same OC, the same coaching, a really cohesive af- offensive line. Um, I'm really curious if the Bucks, or sorry, if the Browns can go in there and make some noise. This team has shades. The Browns have shades of like the 2012 Super Bowl champ Ravens, you know, a team that was 10-6, and six, won the North, uh, was not afraid to play on the road in the playoffs and won a Super Bowl. I think this team is built for January. We're going to see how see how tested they are in week one. I was really leaning towards Cleveland here at, at uh, plus six and a half. The money came mm-hmm. in on the Browns, went down to five and a half. Can't quite make a wager on it. Andy Reid, six mm-hmm. and two in first uh, first week and sorry in week one games ATS. Um, I'm just going to sit and enjoy this one, guys. But I'm really curious about that Browns team if they can go into Kansas City and uh, show the Chiefs what's up. I can't wait. I am excited because Pat Mahomes was not 100% when he played the Browns in the playoffs last year, so I'm excited to see if Pat Mahomes has a little bit more gas in the tank at the beginning of this season. That O-line for Kansas City against a very good Miles Garrett-led Cleveland Browns defensive line. Interesting game. Very excited for that game of the week. Dangles, you got something different? I, I, I'm going to guess it has something to do with your hmm. New England Patriots. I was going to say, I hope you guys are sitting down for this huge <laughs> shock that I'm about to lay on you and our listeners and the world. Yes, my game of the week this week is indeed the Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. The spread is three. The total is 34 and a half. Um, everyone's pretty sure the Bills are going to be good and the Jets are going to be bad. This is a game that's going to be an early indicator for who competes for that second spot, I think. You've got the 
the Battle of Bama, of course. Let's not bury the lead here. Tua versus Mac Jones. Guys are former teammates. They were Saban acolytes. Now they're Belichick disciples. All right, well, one of them is Belichick disciple. The other is a Belichick disciple of a Belichick disciple. I think this game is going to be very defensively oriented. The Patriots did a terrible job of controlling the ball and uh, eating clock last year. It's been part of their offense for years, and they did not do a good job of controlling the football and the tempo of the game last year. I think this game is going to be very much about ball control. I think Mac Mac Jones is going to uh, need a lot of protection, and that's why if I am betting something in this game, I am betting the under. This is Mac's first NFL game. Let's temper our expectations here. I think they roll him out conservatively. I think they roll two out conservatively the same. We don't really know what to expect from these folks. This is going to be a game about ball control. I'm betting the Pats under on this game if I'm going to bet something on this game. Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, not the two cornerbacks I'd want to be facing if it was my first game no, in the not NFL. In, not in my first week, but it doesn't look good on the other side either. The, the Patriots have a formidable secondary of their own. Again, I think that's what's going to lead to this under is it's going to be yeah. a defensive battle at all levels of the football game. And if it means anything, another hard pass from Schaefer the Sharp on this one. I cannot wait to watch that. I'm high on the Patriots this year, as you know. Obviously, we're all invested in Mac Jones together, boys, but I cannot wait to watch this game, Dangles. It's going to be a great one. Uh, let's lace them up and see what happens. Well, let me take you back a few years to preview my game of the week, because uh, if you remember correctly, Ryan Tannehill was once, once that Miami Dolphins quarterback and was thought to be a bust. They shouldn't have drafted him in the first round. He used to be a receiver. He can't play quarterback. And then he goes to Tennessee and he explodes to be one of the best players in the league against my wishes. I thought he had nothing at all in the tank and I was wrong. He can play the quarterback position. What was the same thing? What was the reason that was holding him back? Was it Miami? Was it the Dolphins? No, they're pretty good with a new coach. It was Adam Gase. And we have now the Adam Gase punch bowl, the toilet bowl coming up in my game of the week. Yeah. You can talk about Green Bay versus New Orleans. You can talk about all these great matchups coming up, like like Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. Oh, fantastic matchup. Can't wait to watch it. Nah, I want to watch the dregs. I want to watch the lower-level <laughs> teams. I want to see the teams that might be uh, very uh, – the, the win-loss record might not be anything to smile about at the end of the year. This game, New York Jets – at Carolina. Carolina has Sam Darnold in a new-look uniform, new team around him. Matt Rule's the head coach. And then the New York Jets have probably my favorite coach that got hired this year, Mr. Sala himself, leading the charge in a whole new-look team with the Mormon Manziel, uh, Zach Wilson, as the quarterback in New York. I'm very excited to see how both of these teams look. There's been a lot of uh, hubbub about them in the training camp. I'm excited to see how they are on the field. Jets at Carolina, the Adam Gase punch bowl. I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. You could tell me any score of this game at the end, and I, I, I believe it. I'm very excited to see what happens because both of these teams could be trending up, trending down after this game, and Adam Gase, nowhere to be found. I don't even think he has a TV job right now. No one wants those crazy eyes on television. Preach. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have anything. I, I can't. I was trying to think Print of that. something that something <laughs> nice I could say about Adam Gase. But uh, I just I, I came up with nothing. You, you you said it. You said it as well as anybody. I, the one I, I time liked, Tony I, got Dangles and Shaver the Sharp to shut speechless. Up. I know <laughs> <laughs> you'll never be able to replicate that moment ever again. It's week one. What's going on? <laughs> I know if we're doing it this early in the season, what's to become um, of us by week eight or seven? Whatever the hell it is, week eighteen. Clearly, I think I'm going to be alone in saying, hey, we should put that game on the TV. I don't think anyone's going to agree with me from those reactions. <laughs> well, let's but not I'll get be ahead interested. of ourselves. Maybe I have a bet on that game later on in our roundtable. Yeah, and Speaking guys, of dangles. Don't, but real quick, Tony, don't, don't show yourself short. Let's, let's be real. Sam Darnold, who was a dumpster fire with Adam Gates Punchbowl, is playing his old team. And I think, yes, that's, I think that's, game. I think that's very, very compelling. I'm very excited to watch the game. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. But yes, Dangles, you're saying you gave a little teaser there. We might have some bets coming up, and we do have a lot of bets coming up. The King of the Coast section is coming up at the end of the show, and I'll explain that in a second. But first, we're going to take a quick break because we're talking about the Sunday night game, the game that everyone tunes into, the NBC game. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth. Coming up next is our Sunday night locks. West Coast Gamblers. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, 
and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts. All right, boys, you just spent the entirety of Sunday placing bets. You've won some in the morning. You've lost some in the afternoon. Maybe you've lost it all, but there's still one game, one game to rule them all, the primetime game, the Sunday night game. And this show every week is going to be giving you a Sunday night lock on this show. The three of us have been working extra hard to try and find a bet that you're going to guarantee to win on Sunday night. Now, this game's a little interesting because obviously it's week one. We haven't seen any of these teams play. We know what's supposed to happen, what could happen. But I'm pretty certain, I know my bet is going to be a winner. I'm pretty certain Schaefer the Sharp is too, and Dangles has been working hard as well. So let's dive into the Sunday night locks. Dangles, week one, what is our Sunday night game? Week one, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Let's get to it. It's finally, finally here. And hey, good for the Rams. They finally get to open one up with fans at home in the brand new home of Super Bowl, whatever the hell number it is, 52, 53, and I think WrestleMania eventually, SoFi Stadium, beautiful venue, can't wait to catch some games there. 520 Pacific Time, 820 for those of you tuning in on the East Coast. It is the Andy Dalton-led Chicago Bears coming to town against... Our Los Angeles Rams cannot wait for this game. Going to be a lot of fun. The spread on this game, gentlemen, is seven and a half points as of uh, as of recording on DraftKings. The total, 46 and a half. Bears, Rams in Los Angeles. The blimp will be overhead. It's going to be Al and Chris on the call. Sunday Night Football is back. Shay for the Sharp, before we get into our bets, before we get into our Sunday Night Locks, let me uh, hit you with a prop right now. What week does Justin Fields become the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears? I think it's got to be uh, week four, guys. I mean, I think we 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 mm. we referenced that Andy Dalton is literally being like let out to be burned at the stake right now. I mean, you just <laughs> it's just a thing. He's just he's literally there's a noose around his neck, and you know there's three and someone's about to kick the bucket, and he's going. It's down. what I thought um, would happen in New England, right? They're trotting him yeah. out to be the sacrificial lamb, so that Justin Fields doesn't have to go out there and be if he's awful in the first week, have all of Bears Nation go into a panic. I'm curious. I'm curious if if, if the Bears like complete egg if, if it's week two, but I I think I think Nagy uh, at a last ditch effort to potentially save his job, I think the front office mm. will give him the chance to play Fields in, you know, a miracle that he's. But I don't think he's going to save Nagy's job. But I'm going to say over under week four we'll see Justin Fields as a starter for the Bears. Dangles, you agree with that? Uh, I, I've been saying week three on, on this podcast. I think anybody who's been listening, I'm very high, very, very high on Justin Fields. I love the upside, and I, oh, and yeah. I really think that's – and that's why I placed my money on him for Offensive Rookie of the Year because I think just I think it's just a matter of time before he gets into the game and starts blowing people out of the water. So that's why I feel very confidently about him. So, I'm yeah, I'm absolutely right there. Week four is fine. I would love week three just to be able, be able to say, ha-ha, I told you so, but I know we'll see him at some point in the first quarter probably – of this 2021 season? Well, let me give you the correct answer, folks, and it's why I drafted him in every fantasy league I'm in. It's going to be week two. Because uh, as we can prognosticate and look forward, just try to think about what the headlines are going to be on Monday morning, especially in the Chicago area. They're playing in Los Angeles in that opening of SoFi Stadium, and that Los Angeles defense is titanic. And that Chicago offensive line is not. Andy Dalton is being led out to the Wolves, and he is going to get destroyed on Sunday night. And I think the Chicago newspapers, the radio shows, the podcasters, all the media personnel are going to be calling for Nagy's head, and Nagy is going to start Justin Fields' week Two. That being said, my Sunday night lock is as follows. I looked at the Chicago Bears point total. I looked at the Chicago Bears under. I looked at all that stuff. And Vegas has it right. Those numbers are way too low. Andy Dalton could trip and fall into a, a touchdown. David Montgomery runs a 70-yarder. You never know what could happen. But I just don't think that offense is going to produce enough points to keep them in the game. That being said, L.A. might have Sean McVay and that whole offense being the same. But Matthew Stafford is stepping into new shoes here. And the Chicago Bears' defense was the reason they made the playoffs last year. This is not an easy defense to go up against. And it's a defense that knows Matthew Stafford's tendencies. Yes, Matt Stafford might know how to beat it after playing them two games a week. But with this new offense, it might be a little bit hesitant, a little rusty to get the start off. I looked at the L.A. Rams point total as well, 27.5. And I kind of wanted to lean under on that. But my Sunday night lock is as follows. These two defenses against Andy Dalton and a potentially rusty Matt Stafford to start. Again, I think the L.A. Rams are a playoff team. But... 
I'm taking the under in this game. The number right now is 46 and a half. Yes, you never want to take an under. Yes, it's boring. Yes, I know I'm Tony Squares. I'm only supposed to be taking overs, but I'm here to make you money. And my Sunday night lock is a very slow start to the NFL season for both of these offenses and the under 46 and a half Justin Fields week two. Dangles, what is your Sunday night lock? All right, Sunday night lock. Uh, guys, as you probably know, uh, over the course of the offseason, the New England Patriots traded Sony Michelle to the Los Angeles Rams to help bolster a backfield uh, that lost Cam Akers. Daryl Henderson is now at the head of this backfield. They didn't bring Sony in for nothing. This guy's a beast no. around the goal line. He scored lots of short yardage touchdowns for us in uh, in New England. My lock for this game is a Sony Michelle anytime touchdown at plus 140. I think he is a lock to get in the end zone. I think the Rams creep up on the goal line a couple of times, and I think they transition him in to spell uh, uh, Daryl Henderson, who's going to be their lead back, and I think Sonny Michel will find his way into the end zone. That's at plus 140 right now as of recording on DraftKings. A Sonny Michel anytime touchdown. He absolutely could take over that Malcolm Brown role. I mean, absolutely. I I think you're right on with that. Anytime at plus 140. I love that, Dangle. Shea for the Sharp, you're the one that usually gets mad at what we're betting here. What are you taking for the Sunday night lock? Well, Tony, you made a lot of good points, and even though Stafford is in new shoes, he is in a familiar opponent, and he actually had some decent amount of success against uh, the Bears in his tenure with the Lions. Now, remember, Los Angeles Chargers and the Rams both refused to play any starters in the preseason, zero reps. Yep. So I do yep. think I do think that game stri- that game script and the pace will be slow. I don't think. I mean, the Bears. I, I, how, how are they? How do they even move the ball? Like, how, how do they literally <laughs> move the ball outside of a, again fluke plays or or special teams touchdowns, which which are yeah. hard to predict? Um, but the thing about McVay here is, I think McVay does have a little bit of uh, belly checking, uh, uh, Bill Belichickian in him, where I think yeah, I think it, it's a word. If, if, if it he, is if, totally a word. If he gets if he gets comfortable, I really do think. He'll be very vanilla. He'll keep his players safe. He knows he's thin on that roster. He knows he doesn't have a lot of depth. So I think yeah. he's completely fine getting out here with a 7, 10, 14-point victory. I don't want to touch the spread. Um, oh, no. And I cannot believe I cannot believe my first uh, Sunday night bet is a, I'm, I, I'm siding with a guy that looks like Mel Gibson from the Patriot, but I got to do it. <laughs> uh, I'm going Chicago Bears, Los Angeles Rams, under 46 and a half, wow. the square and the sharp on the same side. How about that, Tony? The streams are crossing. That's, oh man, I'm excited. That's baby. either I'm really excited. great news or means you should tail me and avoid these two. I do like that Sony Michelle bet. I might be taking hey, that myself. We can all win, boys. Sure. We can all win. This is true. If, hey, we when one of us eats, we all eat, right? If Dangles' is Sony Michelle touchdown makes the game go over, though, I don't think we record next week. Oh, no. I, I just don't we, think well, we do. I was going to say, am I even on the podcast <laughs> next <laughs> week? That, then, the, then the stream crossing under. <laughs> turns into a dirty diaper. Let's uh, move on now. To my, I mean, if you've listened to this show before, you know we like to play weekly games. Yes, we're not playing Gravestones this week. Don't worry. That's coming on Tuesday, and I can't wait Cannot to play wait. it. We also debut in a new segment that uh, Dangles might need to put a little hat on and uh, play a little role for us on Tuesday. <laughs> but this Thursday show... Every week, we're going to be playing the King of the Coast, and I cannot wait to debut it. I cannot wait to explain what the rules are, and the King of the Coast is coming up next. Running should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. 
Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. All right, boys, we played some games in the first half hour of this podcast. The Thursday lean, the Sunday night lock, yeah, their bets were giving out, but this is where the sausage is made or how the sausage is made, whatever that saying is. This is the king of the coast. And the sausage now, is thick and juicy. <laughs> in the past... In the past, we, we've played different types of games where we picked every game, win-loss record against the spread, yada, yada. We're really going to whittle it down to stuff that we guarantee is going to happen. Each of the hosts right now is going to give out five bets. We're going to give out three sides, a teaser, and a total. And that's going to be what we do every week. Three sides, a teaser, and a total. How we keep track of all these is each of these bets is going to be sort of confidence ranked. The first side we give out is going to be worth one point. The second side we give out is going to be worth two points. The teaser in total as well, two points each. And the final side we give out is the backup, the Brinks truck special, a three-point play. All in all, each uh, host is going to be able to get 10 points each week if they get all their bets right. Three sides, a teaser, and a total. I can't wait to dive into this. I can't wait to beat the pants off of these two. I think I've won this like seven years running. I know we've only been on the show, uh, doing the show for five true. years. I'm pretty sure I, I won but, um, King of the Coast last time. That, I'm that pretty is, sure uh, I have like a belt on the on the wall. It says Tony no, is the best my, gambler of all time. No, it's at my house. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, it's at my house right now. Dangles had a 1980 I, I think I'm the U.S. Gold Hockey comeback last year. And Mike Do Ruzioni. you believe in miracles? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's break down into it. It's week one. We're going to start off with our one-point side, and I'm going to kick it over to the defending champion, Matthew Dangles, <laughs> D'Angelo Antonio first. The first side is worth one-point Dangles. Where are you going? If I were standing, I would do a discount double check just for you, Tony. <laughs> My first one-point side, I'm going to go with the Washington football team money line at minus 105. This is a tough way to start the season for the uh, Los Angeles Chargers with a cross-country trek and a 1 o'clock Eastern time start. That's 10 o'clock for the uh, uh, for the Chargers' brains. I love this Charger team a whole lot this year, and I think uh, you'll find out just how much later on, but I do think the Washington football team gets a home win here with a stingy defense on their home field and somewhat of a rejuvenated team after a, a tumultuous offseason with that investigation into the team culture they're trying to turn over a new leaf and I don't think they'll be able to fully do that until they throw Dan Snyder out the window but I love the money line in this game against the Chargers minus 105 Washington football team money line okay dangles Washington football team that's a game that almost made my game of the week I really really interested to see how those two teams play this year my first side my one point side I really wanted to take Cincy plus three and a half here because I think Minnesota's falling and if Cincy's going to win I think it's an upset here but I'm saving my Tony Squares upset special for later instead (laughs) I'm going to a team that has a new coach they dusted off the Dan Quinn nonsense they now have Arthur Smith who can run a great offense Matt Ryan can still throw the ball Calvin Ridley Kyle Pitts I think this team can do a lot offensively and they're playing the Philadelphia Eagles who I just don't think have a good team this year Atlanta minus three to open Open up at home, I think is I think it's a guarantee. I would love it to be two and a half. I would I would love it to be two and a half, but we're only giving the side right here. Atlanta minus three is my pick for my one point side. Shay for the sharp, where are you going? Guys, I'm gonna go to New York. Everyone knows I'm high in the Broncos this year, and Tony Squares himself is very, very low in the Giants. But broke breaking this game down, you know, we're we're really looking at again, similar to our Sunday night special, we're looking against a very good unit versus a very bad unit. We're talking about yeah. the Denver front seven and defense as a whole against that dumpster fire that is the New York Giants <laughs> offensive line. Saquon Barkley, kind of a Pinocchio back there, maybe with his new knee. Uh, Danny Dimes, I don't really trust him. I kind of was leaning towards the under here. Now, here's the thing about the sharp. Minus three. You could have got this at minus one and a half, minus two. Yep. It's minus three. That's the lines we have to use. I made the bet today. I'm going to go Denver minus three. Remember, last year, uh, uh, the Broncos were fifth. Their defensive line was fifth in D.O. D- DVOA, while the New York Giants were 27th and one of four teams to allow 50 plus sacks. I think Oof. with the addition and the and the addition by with Von Miller coming back from injury, and again Bradley Chubb, rough week. Pay your tickets, people. Pay your parking tickets. However, <laughs> with Malik Reed is a very capable replacement. He had eight sacks last year. I love Denver here minus three. Teddy covers as Tony Tony can tell you. He's the most yeah. profitable quarterback in ATS history. We're going to start yeah. out with a bang. Teddy covers Denver minus three for my one-point game. 
Before we move on to the next section of bets, I do want to say Teddy covers is 72% of the games Teddy Bridgewater has started. He has covered. Uh, in that same time span, Pat Mahomes, the greatest quarterback playing right now, has covered only 57% of the time. That's Second how greatest. amazing, amazing Teddy Bridgewater is at covering the spread. The only thing that scares me, Drew, is as last I checked, 75% of the tickets are on Denver. And I hate the New York Giants, but that's why I stayed away from this game. I'm just a little bit scared that it's a little bit too easy of a take. It's also why I'm not taking a certain team with my teaser. Some things are just too easy in week one. But let's move on to that teaser. Dangles, I'm going to go to you first. This teaser is worth two points. It's a two-team teaser. You can take six points, six and a half, seven point. We're not going to hold you to that. But a two-team teaser worth two points. Dangles, where are you going? All right. Uh, I am going to have my two-team teaser involve, you just brought them up, Drew, the New York football giants, as well as the Indianapolis Colts. I'm teasing both teams up. The Colts up to eight and a half points from two and a half. Uh, They are the underdogs at home against the Seahawks. And then the Giants from three up to nine. That's minus 120. So the Colts at eight and a half and the Giants at plus nine. This is a good Colts team that plays well at Lucas Oil. We just got word that Carson Wentz is geared up to be ready to go for week one. The Seahawks are very strong on offense, but that defense is exploitable. The Colts are dealing with some injuries at offensive line. There's some questionables, including Quentin Nelson for this game, Um, but I do think they're going to come out and make a statement against this Seattle team that's traveling, mind you, from the Pacific Northwest. And again, don't forget that Colts defense, very stingy. I'm doubtful Seattle's going to manage to win by much more than a touchdown on the road, but I'm giving myself that grace with this teaser. And the Giants are plus three dogs at home. I just... And I just don't think they have, or rather, I do think they have the better quarterback on the field in Teddy Covers when all is said and done. I just I just don't see Denver blowing the Giants out of MetLife here. So I'm teasing the Giants uh, up to nine, uh, plus nine, and the Colts up to plus eight and a half at minus 120 for my two-team teaser. Dangles, I will, I will say that that two-point teaser right now on DraftKings is minus 120 to bet. But if you take it to seven, which we're going to give you the points to seven right now, it's only minus 140. So we're going to play seven-point teasers here. So you're actually going to get the Giants at plus 10, which is a better number than plus yeah, nine because sure. you get okay. that extra field goal. And then Indy at plus nine and a half. That's the teaser you're going to take because okay. it's only minus 140. And if you're going to take a teaser, you might as well throw a little, bit, a little of bit of juice on there. a little bit of extra juice, sure, and give yourself Absolutely. that extra point. Makes perfect sense. Great. And Dangles, typically, Let me dive. well, real quick, Tony, I just wanted to give a little shave of the sharp uh, teaser school. Never a bad plan, Dangles, to <laughs> never a bad plan, Dangles, to tease any team on a total of 42. Obviously, the, the point total there is extremely low, so you're getting more value while teasing two teams with a very expected low point total. I like the tease, even though I'm on the other side with the Broncos. Don't mind it. Nice bet. And uh, uh, Dangles, you asked this before, but what's the over-under on how many times Schaefer takes us to some type of gambling school throughout the course of the NFL what season? Was, what was our uh, extra bets number? 7,000. 7, I'll, I'll give it just <laughs> around that as well, and I'm going to take the over there too. My two-point teaser. I really wanted to take San Fran here, hosting uh, Schaefer the Sharps Lions. The line is 7.5 in San Fran's favor. That would that make too. it pretty much a pick em game. But as I said, some things are just too good to be true. I think everyone and their mother is going to be taking San Fran in this game. They're going to be everybody's survivor pick. The Lions are garbage, and I'm just staying away. I'm just staying away. I'm just staying away. Instead, I'm going to take a team I talked about a lot in our future show. I talked about a lot. They're definitely a playoff team for me. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. I think Buffalo wins this game. I'm not going to take Pittsburgh plus six and a half. I just think that defense plus a very high potent offense uh, with Big Ben, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. I think the backdoor cover on this teaser is here to stay. The last time the Pittsburgh Steelers took the football field, they got their asses blown out by the Cleveland Browns. There's a sour taste in their mouths. Buffalo's feeling really good. Pittsburgh has something to prove. I think they come out and punch people in the mouth. I might take them to win this game in the money line, but we're not giving that out right now. Instead, I'm taking Pittsburgh plus 13 and a half. I really like that bet. And then the teaser, it's time to go to Tony Square's gambling school, folks, because anytime you can take a teaser, I love tying in the Sunday night game to these teasers, especially if there's more legs than two. And as we talked about in our Sunday night lock, we have the Bears going to the LA Rams. That number is minus seven and a half. None of us think that the Bears have a chance in hell of winning that football game. So if you tease the Rams down to minus half a point, that's almost a guarantee that they're going to win. The reason why I like tying in the Sunday night game is because I like to do something that makes Schaefer the Sharp cringe, and that is hedge. Especially if you have a multi-leg teaser that comes down to the Sunday night game, and especially if that favorite is a six to seven point favorite, you hedge it down to a pick on the favorite, and then when you get there, you get to have the Chicago Bears money line at plus 300. You lost a lot of money on Sunday, you still have that teaser, 
teaser available to you, just throw a little bit on the money line in Chicago. Go home with a little bit of change. Listen, gambling is not about being right. It's about making money, even if it's just a little bit of money because those little increments build up and up and up. My two-point teaser, Pittsburgh plus 13.5 tied with the LA Rams minus a half a point. Shea for the sharp, your two-point teaser. All right, boys. Well, the only bad thing about not having a traditional uh, King of the Coast uh, roundtable where we go over every game is we miss Dangle's school bus across the country. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, we'll find going, a way to. We got to find a way to work it well, in. Well, <laughs> well, well, Dangle's just just hold on for a sec because I'm like Miss I, Frizzle out here with these football I, games, just driving I, the Magic Football school bus. I'm gonna unveil something right now that you guys don't even know about, but each teaser that Shave the Sharp gives out is going to have a specific name, and this week is going to be on <laughs> geographic locations. As you know, as you know, I met you boys in Los Angeles, uh, a city in the Commonwealth of California, moved back recently to my hometown of Kalamazoo, Michigan, which sits right on the Interstate 94 between the powerful city of Detroit and the wonderful city of Chicago. So, my... Two-team teaser is going to be called the California to Kalamazoo I-94 teaser. We are going to tease the aforementioned Rams. Of course, we're going to tease the Rams. I'm going to do a six-and-a-half-point tease at minus 130, Tony. I'll explain that in a sec. We're going to tease the Rams, and of course... Of course, we have to tease the 49ers here, guys. There's no shot in hell that my Motor City kiddies are going to get it done on Sunday. So I have a Rams 49ers six and a half point teaser at minus 130. I tease both those teams down to six and a half to make both those spreads minus one. You ask me, shave the sharp. Why not a full seven point teaser for a half point? Well, let's do some math, boys. If you take a money line parlay on both those teams, a Rams San Francisco money line that pays minus 169. However, if you take a six and a half point teaser at minus one, the odds are minus 130. Well, shave the sharp. How many games land two or less in the NFL? Less than 3% in the season. If some reason one of those teams lands at a one point victory, you get your money back. A lot of value here. You're saving literally 39 cents on the dollar. Let's do it. The Rams 49ers Checks notes. minus 39 one. cents. I love it. It's a great that it's Michigan a great. math, man. That <laughs> Michigan school system does them right. Uh, let's move on now to the second side. The second side is also also worth two points. Dangles, where are you going with your second side of the day? Well, Tony, you brought this game up already. We are heading uh, to MetLife Stadium again. Or yeah, we're yeah. It is, isn't it? Wait, it can't be at MetLife because the Giants are home. I oh, don't know. Carolina. It's the, yeah, it's the. Oh no, it isn't Carolina. It's Panthers Jets. I have it backwards What's that, on my Bank Life Financial. Uh, Bank of America Stadium because Bank of America is based in Charlotte. Who cares? I wrote it backwards <laughs> on my notes. The point is, the Panthers are playing the Jets. The spread is minus five and a half points. I, I don't love that number, but guys, it's so very. Jetsian that this game begin mm-hmm. or this season begins with the Jets on the receiving end of a revenge game. Sam Darnold squaring off against his old squad, the team that drafted him. I think the Panthers take full advantage of this Jets team with a new QB under center with a new coaching regime. I'm picking the Panthers to cover that spread minus five and a half points at minus one ten. Ah, Dangles, I love it. It was one of my bets I almost took. I just yeah, I wanted to talk about it more than bet it. I still think I'm just mm-hmm. gonna pop popcorn for it. The game I'm going to gamble on, though, is also a game I'm going to be watching. This is my two-point side. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you see the flag behind me. No, that's not a flag for any team other than the Green Bay Packers. Listen, this New Orleans Saints team, even if Drew Brees was starting, I still think the spread would be where it is, minus three and a half. Jameis Winston is a worse quarterback than what Drew Brees was. I think this team is worse. There's no Michael Thomas here. I know it's Marquez Callaway or Bust, but my my defenders can cover that Saints offense. And then Kamara scares me. Kamara scares everybody, but... I think my offense does enough to win this game. They're playing in Jacksonville, and this line has fluctuated ever since that 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 uh, that game moved. It still landed at the same spot it was when New Orleans was hosting. I think that is wrong. There's actually a big sect of Green Bay fans in Jacksonville. You saw those in the Jacksonville games that Green Bay visited two years ago. I think Green Bay has a chance to blow the doors off of this New Orleans Saints team early. I don't know if Jameis is going to be where he's supposed to be in this game. 
I'm very excited to watch the third year of this offense take hold. No one needs to learn anything new on this offense, except for Randall Cobb, who's one of the smartest players in the game. I think this thing is going to be rolling forward, and this train starts now. Green Bay minus three and a half is my two-point side. Two things before we move on. First of all, sizzling hot take from Tony Squares right there that Jameis Winston is not as good of a quarterback as Drew Brees. Have not heard that anywhere at all before. Uh, and the second thing just totally slipped my mind. So, Drew, let's move on to your That's the thing. Uh, uh, the number was the same last year when these two teams played, and New Orleans was an uh, uh, underdog by three points. So what I'm saying is the most important position in the world changed, and it's still the same number. It doesn't make any That's sense true. to me. Oh, the second, taking Green Bay. the second thing I wanted to mention was that I don't know how many of those people are actually Green Bay fans so much as they are people who received Green Bay Packers apparel for Christmas and or a birthday. I lived in Jacksonville. I don't think there are that many Green Bay Packers fans there. But hey, if you like wearing the green and yellow, who cares? Drew, what do you got? Those are called uh, Walmart Packers, Dangles. Walmart Packers. Uh, <laughs> That's there, right. There's, there's plenty of them on the Midwest. But real quick, I give, I got to give Tony Squares a rare bone here. Uh, he did alert me when the news broke that Jacksonville, or sorry, that Jacksonville was going to play host to this game. Shave the Sharp, of course, like a Sharp does, uh, got on his uh, many uh, apps available to him to bet freely in this beautiful country because I live in Michigan, <laughs> not in the Commonwealth of California. <laughs> so I am holding a lovely. I don't think it's a Commonwealth. I, I, I am holding. It sounds cool. I am holding a lovely minor. Minus three Green Bay ticket at minus 106. Very happy about that. But, Tony, uh, I'm rooting for that bet to hit, bud. Um, let's go what's, to my, your, uh, what's your two-point side, my guy? My two-point side? Uh, guys, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see Dangle's one-point side, and I'm going to double it. Um, I'm going to go with the Washington Ooh. football team. And uh, as our friend Hitman has said, really, you can really start getting sharp with this stuff if you find power ratings that you trust and you religiously stick to them. I have two sources, which I will not reveal ever on this podcast because a sharp <laughs> never reveals his tricks. But I have two... Thanks for helping your co-hosts, buddy. Well, send me a text. It's the first send t-shirt. Put that on a hat. A sharp <laughs> never reveals his tricks. Yeah, seriously. Bumper hey, sticker. I'm, I'm competing, okay? I'm competing in the Super Contest and the Circa Millions with my hat right here. Anyway, I subscribed to two uh, power rankings, and both of these power rankings had the Washington football team uh, favored, meaning the wrong team is favored here. And also, yeah. it's the only quote-unquote sharp game of the week, which means it's very simple. There's more tickets on the Chargers while there's much more cash on Washington. I essentially, at the, I'm at the point, boys, where I kind of play it blind. It makes sense. Remember, first-year coach, young quarterback versus a veteran coach, a veteran quarterback. You know, the, 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 early, the early time zone has kind of been overrated, I think, the last couple of years. However, again, we talked about the Rams, just a lack of any kind of game reps in the preseason. I think Washington come out, get early, uh, get out early, hang on. I am going to take the mine. I am going to take the plus one here, not the money line, just in case that one of the three percent falls my way. Uh, <laughs> I will gladly take it. So my official bet here for my two point side is going to be Washington football team plus one. All right, it's almost time. It's almost time for that backup the bring struck three point special. But first, we have to give out a total. There's a very square bet to take, but sometimes you can find the sharp money in, and I'm interested to see where we go here. The first total of the NFL season, Dangles, we're going to you first. This is worth two points in the King of the Coast. What's your total? Well, uh, you uh, mentioned square bets, and I definitely saw this one a lot of places, so it's kind of square, but uh, I kind of like it, guys. Um, Packers Saints under 50 points. I'm really, mm. really on for this. Aaron Rodgers is 3-4 and four all time in Florida with a 78.1 quarterback rating. Indoors last year, he was 4-1 and one with 17 touchdowns and one pick along with a quarterback rating of 125. The Saints dodge a bullet in that sense and be, with this yep. one being in Jacksonville outside. It's probably part of why they chose that field, to be perfectly honest. I'm sure the Packers or the Saints knew about uh, Aaron Rodgers' record. Um, but this new Saints offense led by Jameis, could be shaky out of the gate, not really sure what to expect with them. No Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara now the feature piece of that offense. And again, Jameis Winston under under center. Uh, I think this is going to be a lower scoring game than people suspect. So I'm taking the Packers Saints under 50 points at minus 110. Well, let me hit my total. But it's a game that two of you have already taken, but I'm taking a total in this game. It's the Chargers-Washington football game. You already talked about all the pieces at play, but let me just say that the Washington football defensive line is a terrorizing force of number one first round picks and that Chargers line is very good and very solid but again they're coming together there's some new pieces there they're trying to gel it's going to be a very tough test week one on the other side 
The Chargers defense is finally healthy, and their new head coach ran the LA Rams defense and was one of the best defense in the league last year. Listen, I love these two offenses. I just don't think they start off well. The Los Angeles Chargers versus Washington football team under 45 is my two-point total. I think it's the easiest total on the board. I love this bet. Shea for the sharp. I hope you agree. Don't care if you do. I'm still taking it. Well, I do agree. I definitely lean that way, Tone. Um, I actually may be thinking about sprinkling something on that first half. Uh, I consider that being my total. Um, and honestly, one of my favorite totals of the week is my Sunday night special, as me and you are on the same side. However, yep. my two-point total for King of the Coast, I'm going to go to uh, Nashville, boys. I am going to play my dreaded Arizona Cardinals and the Titans. Now, last year, the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> the first, the, they, they were number one in pace of play in the entire league. The Tennessee Titans were third. When we had our Titan specialist Austin Huff on, he was fantastic. When asked about the Titans' defense, he basically said, huh? Um, now, <laughs> we, this, the, the Cardinals have some serious secondary issues. I think A.J. Brown and Julio and Tannehill and D. Henry uh, run up and down the field. I think Kyler uh, is going to you know, put some points on the board here. Again, very unlike the Sharp to take a first week over. You can always make money betting unders the first two weeks as the team's kind of figured out. But I'm going to do it, guys. I really like this total. I, I, I can see almost a combined 60 points here. Um, I'm going to mm, take wow. over 52.5. Arizona, Tennessee, that's going to be my two-point total for week one. Over 52.5. Some square bets coming from the sharp. I love it. Let's move on, though. It's time to back up the Brinks truck, folks. If this is your first time listening to the show, we back up the Brinks truck when we give out guarantees. This is the biggest bet. It's worth three points in the King of the Coast. It's the final side we're going to give out for the week Sunday. I'm so pumped. I I mean, I don't want to give away my bet. I'm too excited. I have to stop talking. Dangles, what's your (laughs) three-point side? All right, you guys are going to kill me for this one. I know you are. Um, And I'm just going to preface this by saying that this is probably the most heart-driven bet that I am making out of all of this. But hear me out. My three-point Brinks truck back it upside is the Jaguars' first quarter uh, to be ahead by at least one at plus 130. I want to watch this game. I think the Jags are going to come out strong against a Texans team that doesn't have much to show on defense. And even uh, even if they don't, I, uh, barring turnovers, I think they'll at least be able, the Jaguars, to move the ball down the field, even if Trevor Lawrence doesn't blow things up. This defense isn't Saxonville, but they have in- invested a number of draft picks in making their defense better, getting pressure on, uh, getting guys who can get pressure on the quarterback like Josh Allen, Kalevon Chase on, Roy Robertson-Harris they brought in in the offseason, uh, who's going to get pressure on Tyrod Taylor and a weak Texans offense. Line. I think the Jaguars can get ahead early on um, and and hopefully never look back. I'm really betting more on the Texans to be bad than I am the Jaguars to be good here. So the Jags first quarter uh, first quarter spread minus one at plus one thirty. Interesting. Interesting well, that you put in three points on a team that had one win last year. But uh, before you go, Drew, I have to give out mine. I, I've been holding him for too long. I, I've been so excited to give this bet out. And if you're in, uh, if you happen to be in the air right now, if you're in an airplane listening to this show, just reach into that front little pocket and pull out the little doggy bag because this pick is going to make you sick. It makes me sick. I don't want to give this out, but when I see value, I take it. My name is Tony Squares, and this bet takes cojones. You hear me? Cojones. First overall QBs to make their week one starts in the history of this league. Matthew Stafford, lost. Sam Bradford, lost. Cam Newton, lost. Andrew Luck, lost. Jameis Winston, lost. Deshaun Watson, lost. Sam Darnold, he won, but he only threw for 200 yards, and Kyler Murray tied somehow. Joe Burrow, though, went back to losing. Trevor Lawrence is starting week one for a team that had one win last year. On the road, against a divisional opponent, with Urban Meyer as his head coach. Yes, David Calley, is an NFL-bred thoroughbred. He's he's uh, he's like uh, uh, Andy Dalton in Chicago. He's only there to lose. But if Houston's going to win this game, after all year of everyone telling them you're the worst team in the league, Tyrod Taylor is a veteran. That whole team is veteran. The running backs are veteran. The offensive line are veteran. Brandon Cooks is a veteran. Jacksonville is not. The best bet I'm going to give you right now, and it's a bet that makes me sick, but I know value when I see it. My name is Tony Squares, and I'm pinning myself to Houston plus three. In fact... I'm going to take Houston plus 160 on the money line as the Tony Squares upset special of the week. But the King of the Coast pick is officially Trevor Lawrence to keep going with that week one quarterback debut rookie loss. Houston plus three is my three point. Back up that Brinks truck bet. Schaefer the Sharp, what do you got? 
Tone, I, I love it, man. I, I that that is a game I will consider in the super contest. And just if anyone's interested, and I hope you are, I will be posting <laughs> my super contest and circa millions picks every weekend on my Twitter, and maybe even, maybe even sprinkle in a couple college plays. The sharp two zero and one back to school last weekend <laughs> in the college weekend. But Tone, I, I I love that bet, man. I really wanted to take it, and and dangs. I mean, I was I've been so impressed with you that this whole week one. Your analysis has been so sharp. But, you know, taking a rookie QB and a first-time coach to score in the first quarter, <laughs> interesting. I mean, not, like, not even, not even like, even money, a pick em, Just Did they have to be up in the first quarter? I but, hey, prefaced it by saying I, I was using mostly my heart. I, I did hey, qualify it. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, we, we are gonna, we're going to see about that. And, listen, these guys know that I take this stuff seriously. I've been doing it for four years now. I really try to think like a sharp. I glean a lot of information. I, I, I pour over information, podcasts. Uh, Twitter, blah, 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 blah. So it's not like me to, you know, I, I love that bet by Tony is what I'm trying to say because I, I wish I had the cojones to take that. I don't. No, keep, keep, I don't. On, keep on showering Please the don't, plays. Please I need don't it. blow his I ego up it. anymore. We have to do Boys. a fantasy draft at some point together. I don't want to listen to this. Boys, <clears throat> there's a new sheriff in town in Detroit. Okay. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> there's, a new, there's a new sheriff in town in Detroit by the name of Dan Campbell. Campbell. Wait, okay. it's not Campbell? No. It's Dan, Don't do it. Dan Campbell. Don't now, do it. This spread is plus seven and a half. Now, we know, we know what Dan Campbell, hey, we know what Dan Campbell has said about the fans, and it got, it got me riled up. And I, I looked at this spread, and I thought to myself, this can't be right. Can this be right? No, it's not right. My backup, the Brinkstra, in week one is absolutely 100 billion percent. The San Francisco 49ers. Minus seven and a half. This I game going is, to... is not going to be close. This game will not God. be close. As far as week one matchups, guys, this is by far, by far the biggest talent discrepancy of any rosters. You have a potential Super Bowl contender and a hungry Kyle Shanahan <laughs> facing a first-year coach in Dan Campbell and Jared Goff. Now, in case anyone needs to be reminded what Kyle Shanahan did with inferior rosters to Jared Goff when he was a star of the Los Angeles Rams, he just won the last four games and made him look stupid. I think this game, I just think the spread's wrong. I, I think next week, if they played this game, it would be like, if, if, if these two teams played to their expectations, different opponents, and the 49ers went into Detroit next week, this would be a double-digit spread. Mark my words. I'm tying my lot to the teaser. All the tickets be damned. Tony, make this bet. Let's all get Teslas and jet skis, boys. Okay. <laughs> Our, San Francisco minus away seven in a half. It's easy. Aren't you, I worried, promise you. Aren't, aren't you worried at all? Like I, I looked at this game too, but I just couldn't shake the image of watching this game and yeah. seeing the Lions be down ten or fourteen. With, or, or rather, yeah, the Lions be down 10 with like five minutes left and a garbage time touchdown screwing this spread to the wall. I just couldn't question, shake that image. Is, My question for both of you is... This is everyone's survivor pick. This how, is everyone's survivor how pick. Is, how will the Lions score and how will they stop the 49ers consistently? That's basically <laughs> the ABCs of football. But we don't know what and their offense me. will look like. Hey, we don't know what that 49ers it. offense will look like yet. Like We just don't know. He's put it in. He's put, he, we don't know what anyone right. looks I, like. Yeah, that's we, the beauty of making these look, bets I bet in on the Jacks one. first quarter. Anything can happen. And I, I am pumped that that is the king of the coast section. We will be doing that section every week from here on out. Ten points total for each of these hosts to get. You, guess, you've heard our bets. I'm very excited to go into it. And usually we're going to end the show right here and now. But because it's week one, because it's week one, we're going to take a quick break and then come back and give you our playoff teams, our Super Bowl matchups, and our Super Bowl winner because, boys, the NFL is about to begin. And that's coming up next. All right, boys, a little fun way to end the show. It is week one. It's time to give out our playoff teams, all seven of them in each division, each conference, and then our Super Bowl matchups and Super Bowl winner. I'm going to go first with my AFC teams. Obviously, the first four I give out are going to be division winners. The last three are wild cards. I think the one seed is Kansas City. I know that's square. I don't care. That's my name. Pat Mahomes is the best. Pittsburgh's the number two seed winning that AFC North. New England's winning the AFC East as the three seed. Indy is winning the AFC South as the four seed. Buffalo, the Chargers, and the Browns are 
are your three wild card teams. Dangles, what do you got? All right, uh, I have my number one seed as the Buffalo Bills. I think they eke mm. that out this year. The number two seed, the Kansas City Chiefs. The number three seed, the Tennessee Titans, your AFC South champions. The number four seed, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they win the AFC North just like you my do, guy. Tony. I'm going with the Cleveland Browns as the five seed. I do like them this year. I think they're better than people give them credit for. They are stacked. The Chargers as the sixth seed and the New England Patriots squeaking in at the seventh seed and final wild card spot. We have the same AFC teams, just the seeding's different. Will Schaefer the Sharp make it three in a row? What do you got, my guy? I'm going to uh, back Dangles here and say, no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. They will get the one seed and host the AFC championship game. Uh, two seed, Kansas City coming out of the West. Three, uh, change of heart last second here, boys. I am going to go. With the Cleveland Browns uh, to win the AFC North. Uh, I'll take the Titans in the South as a four. I'll take uh, the Ravens right behind uh, the the Browns uh, in that AFC North to the five seed. We know I'm high on the Patriots, so they're my six. And number seven, got a future ticket on them. I really like it. Denver Broncos. Yeah, you really do like it. Yeah, I forgot. Really I'm the only do. one that has Indy. I, right. I'm the only one that believes Indy can win that NFC North. I, I, AFC, AFC South, I should say. I guess I'm a Carson Wentz believer. Uh, we'll know this year if I'm right or wrong on that. NFC, though, the Rams are the team to beat in the NFC. They are my one seed. Number two seed, my Green Bay Packers. Number three seed, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Washington football team wins the NFC East as the four seed. San Fran, Seattle, and Dallas are my three wild card teams. Dangles? Ooh, all right. Uh, well, uh, the best team in the NFC is actually the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, they are my number one seed. The number two seed, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I have my number three seed, the Los Angeles Rams. The number four seed, the Washington football team. My five seed, the San Francisco 49ers. I have the Seattle Seahawks at number six. Yes, that's three NFC West teams. And the Dallas Cowboys, my number seven seed. Dangles, me and you are pretty much tied in a rhythm. Shape of the Sharp. Well, I hate to uh, uh, three is a party, guys. Uh, let's get weird. Uh, like Dangles correctly <laughs> stated, the Tampa Bay Bucks will be the one seed, followed by the Green Bay Packers. Not yet, Tony. Not yet. Um, oh, so sorry. I yeah, jumped the gun. Yet, not yet. Uh, Tampa, <laughs> I was excited. Tampa Bay one, Green Bay two. I actually have uh, the San Francisco 49ers coming out of the West. I'm a big believer in that team um, that as a three too. seed. Washington football team will win uh, the NFC East. I have a ticket on them, so therefore it will happen as the four seed. <laughs> uh, the Rams will be the first wild card of the five. I also am backing Dangles here with three teams from the NFC West um, as a six seed, and I had a hell of a time trying to get a seven seed in the in this NFC. It's a and crummy I'm conference. Ta- I'm gonna take a flyer, guys. I'm gonna take a flyer that our boy Arthur Smith can finally get that veteran Falcons team to sneak wow. in the playoffs. I'll All take right. the Falcons. I almost did it. I dig I'll take it. the Falcons as a seven seed. I almost did it. I did almost do it. Now, I didn't tell these guys to produce this, but I did it anyway. I think Green Bay beats the Rams in the NFC Championship. I think Kansas City beats the L.A. Chargers in the AFC Championship. I really believe in that team this year, too. And Green Bay, I mean, come on. You, you know who it. I am. You got it. It's the last uh, dance, last chance. Sure, Green sure. Bay beats be Pat Mahomes. Green Bay beats Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Go, Pack, go. Dangles? All right, uh, I have the Chiefs at the Bills in the AFC Championship with the Bills winning the Packers at the Bucks in the NFC Championship with the Packers winning. And guys, Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills are going to bring it back to Western <laughs> New York. Nobody circles the wagons. Give me Josh Allen's MVP season. Give me that that defense. Give me Sean McDermott. The Bills are your Super Bowl champions over the Green Bay Packers. Sorry, Tony. That's okay. For the first time, for the first time in two years, <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers will not be in their conference championship game. That is a Schaefer the Sharp take. I am taking wow. the Cleveland Browns to be Ugh. in the AFC championship game against the Buffalo Bills and the Bills to route them en route to the Super Bowl. And I'm taking the San Francisco 49ers, where mm. the GOAT himself was from, Tom Brady, to travel to Raymond James and lose to the Tampa mm. Bay Bucks. That leaves mm. a Tampa Bay Buffalo Super Bowl. Lot, oh, wow. lot at stake here for our friend Borak. I can't imagine what he would go through if this game happened. But before I get to my Super Bowl pick, I wanted to tell you about a very, very quick wager I made on the MVP <laughs> today. A 14 to 1. You guys have preached, you've yelled at me for two years. You never, ever bet against the GOAT. You never, ever bet against the GOAT. Guess what I found today? I know you're not supposed to talk about money. I randomly found 60 bucks. I said, 
this sounds like an awesome thing to do. Let's bet on Tom fucking Brady to win MVP at 14 to 1 to get nine bills back. I That's called it. 60 bucks to get nine bills back. You're defending Super Bowl champion. Show him, Tony. Tampa Bay. There, there we go. Is. Tampa Bay, the first back to back Super Bowl champs in some time. I don't have it in front of me, but in some time, Tampa Bay to beat the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. And yes, I have a 14 to 1 MVP ticket on a 44 year old quarterback. The Sharp has got four squ- four edges, man. Oh, I mean, that was exhausting. I think it's time to take a quick little cat nap. I think it's time to wake up and watch Tom Brady and Dak Prescott on Thursday. And then Sunday, we have a full slate of week one games. And then Monday night, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders host a game. But still, the NFL is back week one. And that is it for the West Coast Gamblers. My name is Tony Cavallo, joined by Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crooks, and Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. We are a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. WCG is the draft camp. King's code if you want to get a plus 74 Tampa Bay Buccaneers on that Thursday night game. Very excited for week one. Very excited for this season. It's really all happening all at once, folks. Can't wait. We will see you again on Tuesday. And as always, thank you for listening. To the G, West Coast Gang. Who you betting on? Always on black, fast stacks in the pocket, whole squad, fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. Know we coming for the Sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. Oh, he caught it. Smith, touchdown, 85 yards. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on PressBox Access.